2: It's millennials. They don't care about getting stuff right.
0: You've given up on them, haven't you? Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Why wouldn't I?
2: Shoot him also. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Oh, look at you.
1: And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger. Those who attempt to...
2: To poison and destroy my
0: brother. Does he look like a bitch? What? Come on. To uh, channel my inner Clark Griswold, was I surprised when I heard about the blockbuster deal the Bucks had pulled off today to acquire Dame Lillard? Yes. I was as surprised as if I had woken up with my head sewn to the carpet, Jay. Wow. Wow. How you like them apples, huh? I'm sitting here in Milwaukee right now! And it ain't Miami, it ain't South Beach, I can guarantee you that. Fine city though, good people, excellent basketball team, and they got a Greek kid who's pretty fucking good in the middle.
2: I do love how Giannis didn't really say you better do some shit without saying you better do some shit. That was great. Yeah.
0: He made sure. The message soak in, sunk in, or soaked in by going on a podcast that nobody had heard of, and he had never done a podcast before. He is not an easy get media wise, and he went on this random podcast. It's like, you know, they've got to keep trying, keep trying to win championship, and it's like, wow, okay, he's keep sending the bat signal out there, so. I you guess sound the, like the
2: guy from Captain Phillips.
0: I know it's a shit. <laughs> it's a shit accent. What can I say? <laughs> anyway, hell of a trade, blockbuster three-way deal, and pretty much the Bucks get Lillard for Drew Holiday. Great player, lowercase G. Gave Three the two. Bucks a championship because of the incredible steal and alley oop to Giannis in Game Five of the NBA Finals. Uh, Great guy, uh, married to a soccer player, Lauren. Wonderful couple, did a lot for the community. Same age as Lillard, but a little bit less dynamic. A little bit better defensively than Dame. And uh, he gets shipped out basically with uh, Grayson Allen, the serial Duke tripper.
2: Oh, God. And a
0: 2029 unprotected first-round pick. Are we even going to be playing basketball in 2029? I have no idea. God, I hope so. I, I, God, I hope so, too. But, you know, uh, the world's getting crazier all the time, and that's a long-ass way away, so who the fuck cares? And a three-way deal where the Suns get to uh, get out of the DeAndre Ayton business with his contract, and we'll see if it works. I mean, look, this is like the video game NBA Jams, right? Where there's two-on-two, could... two basically. <laughs> it's Giannis... Yeah. And, and Lillard with a little sprinkling of Middleton and Lopez and come take us on.
2: Is Middleton still considered a, an asset? Because he's been hurt a lot.
0: Yes, he's a fine player who's been given a, I don't want to say max deal, but it's a shit ton of money. Yeah. Close to $30, 40000000 million a year. And nobody's got a poster of Chris Middleton on their bedroom door. Nobody. Uh, Mrs.
2: Mi- Mrs. Middleton.
0: Mrs. Middleton. Actually, the one person who may, believe it or not, Jay, is one Cheryl Crow. Ever heard of her? Okay, how does
2: her and Chris Middleton... I got to hear this.
0: Yeah, Cheryl Crow is the Bucks' celebrity fan. And it's literally... She has no connection in Milwaukee whatsoever. Not from here. Didn't date anybody from here. She said her son was just a big NBA fan and her favorite player was Chris Middleton and her, her son was rooting for the Bucs. So the last several okay. years, including the championship run, every now and then, in would pop. Cheryl Crow and her son. Weirdest thing ever, but good for them. Good for you, Chris Middleton. Yeah. So anyway, um, there's a lot to uh, peel back in this. Starting with, is Dame really going to be happy? Because, like I said, this is a fine city. It, well, he, is, he, it is not South well, Beach.
2: Well, he said he wants to go to a team who he feels can compete for the title. And right now, the Bucks are probably the best team in the East.
0: Right. But he pretty much had his heart set on Miami and Miami Don't alone. we all, though? Don't we all? <laughs> well, yeah, sure, in theory. <laughs> yeah. I want to go somewhere where there's no state income tax and I don't have to wear socks check and check
2: yeah yeah i mean that's I, I want to date holly berry that's yeah. not gonna happen now
0: god she's so fine how does she stay so fine and why is she not in more stuff why is she not doing more movies all the time jay
2: i think she's got to have a crazy side though
0: because oh, oh you, you always
2: go how is she not hooked up i mean she was with uh She's with that guy for, like, the French guy who she has to pay alimony to, which I right. love that story. Yeah, that but is funny. Dave Justice is like, I got to get out of this business. I mean, <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't get it. She's,
0: yeah. she's breathtaking breathtakingly beautiful. Stunningly so. Uh, I've seen her
2: up close once, too, and I was like, no, oh, shit.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was uh, met
2: in D.C. Yeah. Ugh.
0: She's one of these handful of women that have won the genetic lottery, right? Yes.
2: Her, Aniston...
0: Yeah, uh, Cindy Crawford, another woman yeah. who God, yeah. just took her took her hot looks and disappeared on us. The hell, and, man!
2: And I, I heard she was like really smart too. I I heard okay. that. Re- oh, I'm smart just say, but crazy. Yeah, smart but crazy.
0: Okay, uh, let's see. Halle Berry, Van Hunt are not married despite wedding like picture. Uh, boyfriend?
2: Van- oh, I got it. I'm I'm oh. Without even Van Hunt. That sounds like a Whitey. <laughs> no, no it's a, no, it's a it's a
0: it's a Dapper oh. Dapper brother. Uh, oh, okay. a proud bald American with a salt and pepper beard.
2: Oh, look at him.
0: Van Hunt.
2: Han- handsome couple. Yeah. Oh, he's a, he's a singer singer, songwriter, producer. You okay.
0: know you know you know this is what Van Hunt sounds like, right? Hey everybody, Van Hunt, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm dating Miss Barry, and we are having a wonderful time. Uh, can I get Jade away in on the Kelsey Taylor Swift thing? I could give two shits. <laughs> I, I I said this is another
2: reason why I couldn't do what we used to do. If they would say we got to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, I'd just leave the show because it, <laughs> it it. it
0: You'd be like, I have nothing to say. I don't care.
2: I I, 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 can't name one Taylor Swift song. Not one. You, if you played it for me, I couldn't name it. So
0: Didn't that, know... you, so you're very anti Taylor Swift, then?
2: No, 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 no. I'm not anti. Yes, you are, because if
0: you, if you are impervious to the number one pop star in the world right now,
2: well, I, to knowing heard... a
0: single one of her songs, you have coated yourself in a waterproof seal of anti. No. Taylor Swift, which is fine, but I'm just trying to figure out why.
2: No, I I am ambivalent to Taylor Swift, but I heard (laughs) two guys talking about her, and they said she's on the same level now as Michael Jackson. I said, shut the fuck up. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No.
0: No, she's not. Yeah.
2: No, she's not. No, no. There's no but. There's no no.
0: No. She's not Michael Jackson.
2: To, I mean, famous-wise, talent-wise,
0: no. No. Like, Well, a large large part of it is she pulls in very little crossover once she leaves whitey land. Like, Michael this, Jackson they're... pulled in 80% Everybody. of the white audience and 100% yeah. of the black audience. Right. Uh, there, there are not very many brothers that are into Taylor Swift. I'd like to meet one. <laughs> I'd like to meet one. as a matter of fact I heard a local radio show here the uh guys were going on and on about who's a bigger get for the Super Bowl usher who's gonna do the halftime show or Taylor Swift
2: yeah, but that'd be Taylor Swift
0: right well one of the guys was like nah no nah, I think Usher's bigger
2: no that well that's I felt strong. like
0: I felt like calling in saying uh you know what it's okay you're not into her but you're letting your uh you you're, you're letting your circles you travel in affect you. Sure, yeah. you don't you don't cross over into. So I was kind of thinking about this, like what acts get the most crossover, and which ones are more segregated, so to speak. What? Bruno Mars crosses over big time. Is he black? He's a. I think he's Hawaiian. He's Hawaiian. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um. Who else crosses over?
0: Uh, Justin Timberlake. I would agree on that. Hey. Timberlake crosses over way more than Taylor Swift.
2: Beyonce crosses over.
0: Right, yeah. Beyonce definitely has 70% of the white girls into her music and going to her concerts. But there is a 7% crossover of sisters who will be seen dead at a Taylor Swift concert.
2: Yeah, Yeah. she's strictly a 20% to 15 to 20 year old icon
0: yeah what's uh what's uh, interesting to me i don't know maybe it's not interesting i i don't think she's hot taylor swift I've, she's got no ass at all
2: <laughs> it's so sad,
0: it's uh,
2: so sad. oh billy eilish crossed no no billy uh, eilish no. wait
0: is she still a thing
2: she is i think she used to but does she i don't know if that? she's a uh, thing anymore
0: just okay. saying. Anyhow, right. anyhow, uh, back on track here. So uh, yes, how do yes. we get how do we get uh, Recalculating, recalculating. We Let's just get said back hello. On the highway. We just said hello. Uh, we were talking about the Dame Lillard thing. Okay. All right. So you know, we all want to be in Miami, no socks, no state income tax, yada yada. He's now in Milwaukee where he's gonna have a great shot at a title. Giannis's veiled threats of hey, don't just fucking sit around and do something. Has been heard by GM John Horse. He's gone out and pulled a blockbuster and really didn't give up a whole lot to get him. No, not at all. Yeah. Question is, will it work?
2: I don't see how it can't. When you have... you, I always say to a title, you got to have two great scorers. And they got two.
0: Yes. And I think that's what pissed off Giannis. So they got knocked out in the first round last spring.
2: But he got hurt also. He So he can't well, kind of... Uh, uh,
0: well, here's what I think. Here's how I think... Giannis views it, and everyone views certain events through their own lens, right? So, yeah, Giannis got hurt in game two, I want to say. Uh, he fell on his back, and he got hurt. I mean, it might have been game three, as a matter of fact. They might have lost game one, whatever. He looked at it like, hey, I got hurt, and I was out for a huge chunk of the series, and none of these fuckers on my team c- could carry us in the first right. round scoring... You know, for a couple of games, they had, you know, there was, we don't have any scores. We got nice guys who are role players and then me. So fuck all that. We need a score. And this is the best pure score available now. And has been available in a long time.
2: Right. And Drew Holiday, as good as he is, he mm-hmm. ain't cutting it as a number two
0: score. No, Holiday and Middleton would pop up and be that score once in a while, but you could not depend on it. And nobody Dame, was saying, you can, <laughs> nobody was saying, oh shit, we got to stop holiday tonight.
2: Dame, you can put it down for 22 points. Yeah. You just put you right into the box score.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see how they work together. Um, but uh, yeah, this uh, new coach and this is, this coach is uh, the guy that uh, definitely Giannis wanted. Adrian Griffin. Adrian, oh, I, Adrian yeah. Griffin, longtime NBA assistant. Has landed not only in one of the best spots you could land in, but also in a fucking pressure cooker, right? Because he's he got to win. Yeah, you right. got to win. Right. You've got the job. Now, if you don't make the finals, you're going to be the problem. And uh, Jimmy Butler is already saying, hey, uh, the Bucks should be investigated for tampering."
2: years. Enough of Jimmy Butler. I saw that too. Enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. I liken it to, uh, uh, this is a, uh, the Bucks pulled a Mr. Chow on Jimmy Butler, where, yes, the Heat and Butler locked him in the trunk in the playoffs and knocked him out. Now, Mr. Chow has jumped out of the trunk <laughs> naked with a crowbar and stolen Dame Lillard. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, you want to fuck on me? You want to fuck on me? We just took Jimmy Butler right out of your hands. Suck it. Suck <laughs> it. All right, no. all right. You uh, you have a proposal for a TV show. Are we talking about this on the air or off?
2: No, I'm talking about it. No, I'm talking about it on the air. Okay, we've been we've been kicking it around, and we finally got the premise down.
0: This is you and Mark Stern. Mark Stern, the longtime producer for Tony Kornheiser, right, and former colleague of ours at uh, AM nine eighty, yes. Um, Your show, is it titled Facts versus Volume, where one guy just brings logical, factual argument to the table and the other guy yells? Because if so, I think they're already doing that on ESPN.
2: This is loosely based on something that happened. So loosely as – so I I can make up shit, but it's loosely based. Oh, boy. So two radio guys – Meet a porn star who comes into the station to do her interview. <laughs> they they sit down and talk to her for a little bit, and she tells them like how shitty the business is, and they just need like a good guy to, uh, you know, manage them, direct them, just somebody who's just not trying to take all their money. So she leaves, and these two get an idea to go to Las Vegas, and become porn producers. But our hook is sort of like night shift. With uh, Henry Winkler and um, – oh, oh, God. Oh, I'll I look answer. it up.
1: Uh, Jesus this Christ.
2: I can't. Michael anyway, Keaton. Michael Keaton. God, okay. I, I forgot Michael Keaton. So, so we go to Las Vegas. We become porn producers. But we don't take like 70%. We do like two. But we're still going to get rich.
0: 2% so whole, but high so, volume.
2: Right. So the whole show is how we get all these porn stars to now come and work for us. But we did say eventually the it would be a two season show, and the end the end would be us being duct taped and kidnapped and put in a van and driven out to the desert by the mafia who controls porn. Oh wow! So, okay. but, it, but but it sounds it sounds like a funny concept.
0: It does. Uh, first, and I'm going to get into that for a second. First is uh, the movie Night Shift, 1982, an One American all time great, an American comedy film directed by Ron Howard. That guy's pretty, pretty good. Pretty,
2: pretty good.
0: Right. Uh, the film centers on a timid night shift morgue employee whose life is turned upside down by a new co-worker who fancies himself a free-spirited entrepreneur. Stars Howard's Happy Days co-star Henry Winkler, along with Michael Keaton in his first starring role, along with Billy Shelley Blaise Long.
2: Jowski. Billy Blaze Billy <laughs> was his character's name. Right. And they said they're not going to be pimps. They're going to be love brokers. I think that's the name of the show,
0: <laughs> Love Brokers. So basically, yes. basically, they were morgue workers who became pimps. Are you telling me
2: you've never seen this movie?
0: Yes, I just I'm saying it for those who haven't oh. seen it. You know, this <laughs> the movie came out in I, eighty. Movie came out in eighty two. Jay, I was gonna no, but that's ooh. a that's a short forty years ago, motherfucker.
2: Well, 40. major league is major league is thirty, and you still haven't seen that.
0: I'm working on it. right down. <laughs> I'm working on it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
2: That's fine. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Like like your wife came to take your plate. I'm still working on that.
0: Still working on that. Don't take that away. I'm going to get to that. Actually, almost bought the DVD. I was going to watch it, but it's become such a running joke on my show. Don't do it now.
2: Just don't do it.
0: Well, at first I said, "Now I'm going to hold out and not watch it just to further trigger people that are completely gobsmacked that I've never seen it. But then we decided we were going to do a promotion where we were going to rent a theater and have a screening and have people come watch it with me and give me shit. A little meet and greet at a local theater. Great idea. It requires a lot of red tape and permission to rent a movie to show it publicly in the studio and blah blah blah. And next thing you know football happened. Right. And we decided book- we decided that once football happened, we're like this is a midsummer promotion you know
2: and 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 I think you also said I've seen 2 and 3 I've never seen 1 that's even <laughs> funny.
0: Oh right. <laughs> right it's as good of a troll job as me claiming <laughs> Godfather 3 was the best of the trilogy. That
2: would yes what? You, you would you would be shot for that. One.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Also it's it's great when there's a you know a clip gets posted on social media like the final scene where what's his name's legging out the bunt in major league and go Tom, Tom, Tom Tom Behringer.
2: Tom Berenger.
0: And I and, and people are commenting and I chime in with, oh man, what a great scene this was. <laughs> and those who know go, God damn, you didn't see this. Stop <laughs> it with this. So all right. So this would be based on your guy's intersection with Mia Khalifa, who was the porn star who is a DC area sports fan. No, who befriended Stern. No, no, it, it, not Mia Khalifa. No. Who didn't? Didn't Stern get to know Mia Khalifa? No, he got to know. Oh, it was somebody else? I believe. Yeah, that he. But, but oh, right. I, but okay. I met
2: one also at the radio station, and we became friendly. Can, and uh, can
0: you give her name?
2: Yeah, her name is Draven Star.
0: Draven Star.
2: Yes. Okay. You're
0: yeah <laughs> all right and who was uh oh there it is right there pornhub.com gotta make sure to scrub this search history yeah, here I was gonna, tonight I <laughs> hope give you it know. a good old scrubbing where's my yeah. comet cleanser for this yes and, and hope who it, was hoping and, that
2: on your uh your work your work computer and who <laughs> was
0: who was uh stern's uh porn star buddy i can't <sighs> can't remember i cannot remember her name damn it text him real quick Okay. See if text oh, me back. well, there you go. She's uh, She's got tattoos and she's got uh, black hair. And I have her in my phone
2: and she gave me her real name and I've just never even called her or referenced her by a real name. So I couldn't. I just texted Stern.
0: Okay, so they said basically, look, I don't mind the work. I just, I'm getting ripped off by essentially my agent slash pimp right. in the business. yes, yes. Huh. Well, you would think there would be room in the industry if there's great inefficiency. Taking 70% of their money is outrageous. It's usury is what it is. Right. You would think there, when there's that much inefficiency, you'd think there would be a semi-legit agent who would take only 25% and he would get a lot of business, get a lot of stars. But maybe there's other pimps slash porn star agents who would then go, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not the going rate for what we do, asshole. And then start threatening him.
2: And that's, that's where the ending of season two would happen.
0: To us being <laughs> duct
2: taped in the back of a van driven out to the desert. Oh, my we, God. We don't know if we were shot or what, but oh that would have happened. God.
0: Do you think... Do you think let's say I could guarantee you would not be threatened physically and you could operate this as your career? Could you could you sleep well at night managing, say, a stable of six to eight different porn stars and their different businesses? Oh yeah. I sleep yeah, at night. Without a problem. Yeah. Even though even, though, even though you know they not. would call you at all times of the night. With fucked up crazy situations, I need a ride, I need you to wire me some money, I've got this guy who's got a gun to my head, the wild swings emotionally, the drug use, they're lying to you, them trying to keep money that you've earned from you because they're going to be that way, you could put up with all that.
2: As uh, Larry Flint said, porn is a $10 billion industry, and it's not one guy <laughs> buying $10 billion worth of t- So,
0: yes. One guy buying it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I will say, it's uh, and you know, there, there are a lot of psychologists out there that say it's terrible for men, and especially terrible for the younger so-called incels, the involuntarily celibate men they can't get a date they don't ever have any real interactions with women but they can get what at least temporary stimuli online with pornography i know it's it's got a lot of terrible effects that said it amazes me the juggernaut it is as a business because there has already been enough minutes and hours and gigabytes of women doing everything imaginable right with their bodies to other women, other men—you name it—it's all been produced in not just high definition, virtual reality—you name it—and yet they're still making more. Jay, and
2: right now, as we speak today, there's a girl getting off a bus in Vegas looking to do porn. Right, right now,
0: and they're making more. Why? Or, or, the, we don't, or the Valley? We don't. The, right, we don't need any more. You wouldn't think. And then on top of all that, you know, you mentioned uh, just the the pay industry. All the free stuff that's out there, there's still people who are like, okay, I, I know I can get this snippet free, but this girl is my girl. I'm going to go ahead and pay. <laughs>
2: like, like a baseball card. I'm keeping this one forever. Right. Not selling this for nothing.
0: All right. Well, something to think about. Uh, be an interesting TV show. You know, somebody knows Greg Daniels, the creator of The Office, because he once worked. At nine eighty, you know that, right? No,
2: Greg. No, Greg Garcia.
0: Greg Garcia, right? Not Greg, Greg Daniels. Garcia. Greg, Garcia. Yeah, Greg Garcia. Greg Garcia. Was, who, who, who wrote? What show is he responsible for?
2: Um, uh, my life is Earl. That was okay, his, that was his Earl. His, okay. I, I came in the last week Garcia worked there. Wow. Because I, I, did, I remember talking to uh, Passimano. The, the, the day I got, you remember Chris Passimano, right?
0: I do, yes. Inside baseball, nobody else does. Nobody else
2: does. And uh, taking a tour, and him showing me the studio, and Tony was in there, and we opened the door, and uh, Garcia's behind the board, and I say hello, he you know leave, and he goes, "That guy's leaving to go to Hollywood," (laughs) and they were like (laughs) kind of giggling.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror, does not mean the Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus bonus. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. You need Indeed All right, let's uh, talk about the great Brooks Robinson who passed away yesterday at 86 years old. He was, by anyone's account, a great baseball player, Hall of Famer, but an even better human being. And the stories are coming flooding out of the woodwork. I tried to explain to these Brewer fans here in Milwaukee, Brooks Robinson, the concept of it, and most of them are like, "Yeah, I know who he is, but I don't really get it." And I said, "Okay, think of him as your Robin Yount."
2: I was going to say Robin Yount. I was going to say Robin Yount or Paul Molitor.
0: Right, them. exactly. But
2: her back? That's no, no, that's no, right? No, that's not, that's not that's Minnesota. Uh, but yeah,
0: Brooks Robinson had a unique ability to connect with people, every level of person.
2: Well, I, I told you my story like two weeks ago, and.
0: Everybody, Which was
2: uh, we, I refresh went, we went my memory. To, well, uh, on my birthday in '86, it was the opening of Marley Station Ball, and my dad grabs me and goes, "All right, let's go. Let's let's go see what they got." And uh, my dad loves this store called Hamburger's, so he, we, he and I walk in, and there's literally nobody else in the store except Brooks Robinson. Green. Oh, right. Yeah, and like you know, so you we know, went. I said, "But everybody has that kind of story." And I always said if you didn't meet if you're from Baltimore and you didn't meet Brooks Robinson, you didn't try hard enough. Yeah, he was very attainable and gave you his time, and he was the, like a greatest third baseman ever, probably greatest person ever. Yeah. Like nobody has anything bad to say about Brooks Robinson.
0: No, nobody. No, he's he he's the template for this is how you live life. This is how you and, interact and be with people as somebody famous and shit. I don't even know how much. Do you, do you know how much money he made playing baseball in his career? Not, I bet it is a pittance.
2: Oh, no, not a lot. And he got taken by some business guys. Oh no! After after his career ended, so he had like some financial problems, and and fans chipped in and helped Brooks out. That's amazing. Because because he got took by some guy, and he like. Can't do that to Brooks. Johnny also also happened to Johnny Unitas. He got swindled by some guys. too. So
0: many athletes do. (laughs) Drew Brees, who we all thought was smart, got flim flammed on all that jewelry. Remember that story? He sued the jeweler.
2: I kind of remember that. Oh, yeah.
0: No, you can Google it. (laughs) Drew Brees. He had such an image of like a clean cut family man, sharp guy, quarterback, and, uh, and we all thought he'd be great in the booth. He sucked in the booth, just like Sean Payton sucked in the booth. In the booth, and sucks
2: at coaching now.
0: Exactly. Um, but Brooks Robinson, rest in peace. I saw where Jim Palmer cried on the air.
2: Jim Palmer, another guy who people like to shit on around here because oh, he's so smug, he's so arrogant. He's a pretty Palmer, boy. But he's—I've met him three times. He's nice been great. guy. Nice. Yeah. Oh Good. my God. Yeah. Oh, and, and I remember calling him. The day Mike Flanagan was Mike Flanagan, Mike Flanagan was found dead in his home in Moncton, Maryland. He, you know, suicide. Oh boy. And uh, we did like a retrospective that night, and yeah. I had called Palmer, and he literally was like, "I can't talk," I because like yeah. him, him and Flanagan were like, you know, best friends. He goes, "I can't talk." So yeah.
0: Mike Flanagan, I'm, pitcher on the Orioles late '70s, early '80s, the iconic Orioles teams that won the World Series. Yes, left hander. Yes. Came from New York in
2: a trade. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh Palmer is sort of like Garvey in that he's this, you know, very handsome. But people
2: like him. People didn't like Garvey. Like they like Palmer.
0: Right. Right. But but a very handsome seventies Hair act when it yes. comes to but Hall of Famer though. Great ball oh,
2: player. I, I was looking at his stats about a week ago because somebody was I, I made a point that uh Grayson Rodriguez is a new Orioles ace. And, you know, people said I was an idiot and I was stupid for saying that. And then somebody said, uh, I said something about when, an Oriole. And they said, well, Jim Palmer asked out of a lot of games. He didn't go the full nine. He had 27 uh, complete games in
0: 1977.
2: Mm. 27. Yeah. 27. Yeah.
0: 27. Hey, we didn't, we didn't talk about uh, the Seattle pitcher who bitched about being sent out for another inning and just got roasted. Yeah,
2: well, but, him and him and Josh Hader, two big. Oh,
0: big <laughs> that's the other one, Josh. Yeah. Okay, uh, so the uh, the 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 Seattle guy. Do you remember uh, the incident and his name? Yes,
2: yes. Um, let me look. For he's his got name he's boy. got a he's
0: got a squid little face, and he looks very punchable. He, oh he, yeah, and 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 he pretty much was like, well, yeah, you know, he got rocked in the seventh inning complained because he thought he was going to be pulled because his pitch count. George Kirby. George Kirby. Kirby. By the way, George Kirby got hit by a baseball last night, thrown from the stands while he was on the mound. I mean, that shit's got to stop people.
2: (laughs) I saw that, and I was like, well, what did he think? It was a grenade?
0: Okay. Seriously, though. You don't want to be hit by a baseball thrown from the stands. Yeah, okay, we're not savages here, Jay. We're we're trying to have a society. Okay, so, yeah, All right. and then so yeah, so everyone roasted him, including every ex pitcher on social media is like, "This guy is the worst." You know, it's the ethos of the starting pitcher to say you got to pry the ball from my was- dead cold fingers, manager.
2: It's just and and I I get I'm not angry. I am angry at baseball because there were pitchers that would get you to go to a game. Like, I have to go. So-and-so's on the mound. Like, the first game I remember seeing, I think I was five or six, my dad took me to Memorial Stadium to see the Orioles play the Detroit Tigers, who had at that time Mark Fedrich, the bird. Oh, the bird. Who became big on Monday Night Baseball because, you know, he had a lot of antics. He talked to the ball. He ran around the mound. And he was like, my dad was like, let's go see him pitch. There's, I can't think of anyone right now who would get me to go
0: to a stadium just to see one pitcher pitch. Well, because you know you're only going to get six innings at most.
2: That's an, that's an, yeah, that's another thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, it was like uh, Jack Morris is on the hill. We got to go see the We got to go to the game. You know, uh, Vita Blue, we Nolan, go Ryan, Nolan Ryan, Nolan Ryan, yeah. Tom Seaver, Greg Maddox, Dwight Gooden. Gotta Jim go, Palmer. gotta go, gotta go. Jim Palmer, yeah, exactly. So I dare well. I'm just going to say it. Don't get mad at me for saying this. I think it's your year now, the Orioles. I think this is it. I think this is going to be one of those holy fuck the Orioles just won the World Series.
2: I am 90% on board with that. Wow. The only the only 10% I'm not is
0: the Braves are fucking a joke. Well, the,
2: the Braves and the Dodgers are 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 T- knock off you know eight percent of that but the other thing is is rick flair used to say bright lights big city what are you going to do when what are you going to do when the uh you're on the you're on the big stage
0: right is right. Gunnar
2: henderson going to continue to gunner henderson
0: yeah uh, now i'm gonna have to start boning up on the orioles lineup and all these kids you've got there Your adley Rush- rushman's your uh, uh garrett henderson's uh your jay mccann's god i hate it when they don't put the first james mccann your catcher james McCann, not, not he's a an old dude he's a 33 yeah. year old okay let me Ad, click adley,
2: on adley rushman is yep. someone who you're thinking about uh jordan westberg is a second baseman slash third baseman
0: cedric uh, mullins and center
2: heston, who is the best defensive center in baseball heston kirstad from who had um cardiomyopathy. is that what it when you have a,
0: oh uh, yeah Okay, He had
2: that, and he, he missed like a full year. Yeah, And now he comes back, and he hits bombs.
0: I was at the ballpark last night here in Milwaukee to watch the Brewers lose to the Cardinals, but watch the Cubs fuck it up and oh, give them the division.
2: <laughs> I feel so... Oh, Stern just texted me. Courtney comes. Courtney Cummins. C-U-M-M-Z. <laughs> yes, thank you, Mark. Anyway, uh, the, the guy who missed the ball, I did feel really bad for him. That's, that's like a Bartman moment.
0: By the way, that's two M's in the uh, last that's name. That's two, <laughs> two M's. Always. Yes, two
2: M's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there she is. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> Stern befriending. Like Stern, Stern went on vacation with her. Get out. <laughs> yes, yes. He went on
2: vacation.
0: Yes. Uh, Courtney, I'm looking at her, uh, her. 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 I'm looking at her work here. Uh, uh, Courtney comes, swaps up. Uh, Courtney come gets a. Uh, Courtney come. gets uh, Okay. okay, let's just move on from this. So back <laughs> yes. to the cold shower that's baseball. Uh, yes. So this guy, <laughs> this guy Seiya Suzuki, who fucked it up in right field for the Cubs,
1: oh.
0: after the game, through his interpreter, someone asked about, well, was it stuck in the, did you lose it in the lights? And he said, well, you always have to be aware of that, but I'm not going to use that. I'm not going to say that because then it'll sound like an excuse, so I'm not going to say it. And I'm like, too late, you just said it. I. You should have just I, kept it as I misplayed it. Fuck. What can I do?
2: Playing baseball is hard. Hell yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's
0: hard. And what does the ball do when the pressure is the greatest? It seeks out the weak link of the nine men or boys. On the field, it's a cruel game in that way.
2: It is a a, a nut, a kick in the nuts. Game. I, I I do remember. I uh, I remember a game in. Oh God, I wanted it was it was in a tournament, like thirteen, fourteen, and we were one out away from winning. If we didn't win it on this day, we would have to go to the losers. We had to go to the losers bracket, and and fight again. And we are one out away, and I'm just giddy because I'm like, we're about to win. I'm at second base. I can still see it. Ball hit the third. This kid who we were like, we weren't really sure about anyway, feels it, throws it over the guy's head. Oh, no. (laughs) Guys, runners on second. What do you think happened next, Abe? Double in the gap. We lose. Yeah. single into the gap. And I'm like, oh, Uh, fuck this.
0: Yeah. Uh, baseball's cruel that way. All right, we're we're running late here, so let's go ahead and get a wrap on this. Before we get to FTG, just one more quarter. uh, I'm going to put in your jukebox on the whole Jets and Zach Wilson situation. It's not just that Zach Wilson's terrible. They hate him. They really do hate him. They really hate him. And I want to probe real quick with you. Why do you think they hate him so much? I mean, hate him. He was taken number two
2: and he sucks. <laughs> and and he's blonde haired, blue eyed Mormon. Is he Mormon?
0: He is. Didn't he m- go to BYU? He yeah. well, yeah, I think he's Mormon. Although the whole rumors that came out about him being uh having sex with his mom's friends because his mom's the, the MILF Hunter. Yeah, the, the MILF Hunter. Because his mom, you know, his mom's quite sporty looking. I think there's two things at work here. One is he's too pretty. You can't be that pretty. The only guy that pretty who's not totally hated is Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think every team that's had Jimmy Garoppolo is slowly getting sick of him because he doesn't really impose his prettiness too much. Zach Wilson is both too pretty and he looks like a kid. Like, this is a game for grown-ass men, right? So when they see a guy who looks like a kid – like a snotty frat boy, which he maybe may not. He may be the first one in, last one out, hardest worker, willing to take a shot. They don't care because he looks a certain way, and they fucking hate him, and he's terrible. And, they hate and that's the co- other thing. He they hate sucks, their coach for sticking really it up bad. for him. Yeah, they hate their yeah. coach. For st- like, Robert Sala is going to get fired if he doesn't get off of this. They signed Trevor Simeon, who last won a game this week, like five years ago. And completely stinks, but he's not Zach Wilson. And then of course Kaepernick wrote a letter, which got leaked by a rapper. Hey, how about Well, that? They,
2: they haven't helped him by not giving him any receivers. They got the Aaron Rodgers three. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and 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 those guys can't get open. So that they kind of hamstring hamstrung him with that one also. But, but if you watch any stop. of the
0: you watch any of the smart like quarterback analysis guys and they're all twenty twos on social media, like Orlovsky, or this guy J.T. O'Sullivan. Are you watching J.T. Sullivan stuff on on YouTube?
2: Who is J.T.?
0: Long-time M- league scrub, but really good breaking-down film. He comes out every week with deep dives, 30 minutes of film stuff on seven, eight, nine different quarterbacks every week. It's incredible the work he does. Um.
2: You are a deep diving fool. You know so much All stuff. I right, am a deep diving My, fool. I yeah, but I said something very dumb about two weeks ago out of the you know, anger of the Steelers, and I said <laughs> Kenny Pickett is no better than Zach Walt, Zach Wilson. Was, oh boy, that, you, you want to take I that was,
0: back? Yeah. Oh,
2: I got definitely got to walk that back. And, yeah, that, and that was said in in the heat of Kenny Pickett sucking against the uh, the Browns and the you know the, the Browns and uh. I hear you. The 49ers. yeah. I hear you. There's no quarterback who I've ever seen worse than Kenny Pickett. It's really I'm Kenny Pickett. Zach Wilson, sorry.
0: Okay, here we go. Time to close it out with a rousing rendition of FTG. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. A lot of candidates this week, Jay. Who gets your nod?
2: Oh, Ryan Day. Ryan Day is winning (laughs) the belt. Oh, you bitch-made fool! <laughs> you were yelling about an eighty-six-year-old man who probably, you know, doesn't even remember where he was. That he said your team was soft. Which, by the way, you guys have been soft for quite a while too. So I was like, you and that you picked that time to cut a promo.
0: Did you Done. see Lou Holtz's response this week? No, I didn't. What he yeah. said? Yeah, he stood firm. He goes. Yeah, you know what? Whatever. I know why he wants to change the subject because he's zero two against Michigan. Uh, you know, he, he just stood stood his ground. He said, "But if you want to if you want to yell at me, then go ahead. I'm right here. Good for Lou Holtz." And yeah, Ryan Day, fuck that guy. I uh, can't believe that uh, your boy Keyshawn didn't get it for his claim that he, he other... was
2: he, he was going to, but. but it, it, but I said, nah. and and as I you like it's you, too
0: you're like it's too low. It's such low, yeah, hanging, low fruit. hanging fruit. Yeah, too low
2: hanging fruit. Yeah, too low.
0: Did you pull your punch because he's an SC guy?
2: No, no, I don't even like Keyshawn Johnson.
0: I know you said in that tweet, you're like, does anyone even like any of these guys? No, and no, the answer is I, not a million fucking
2: years. Yeah, I mean, outside of outside of their fan bases, nobody likes any of those four people. <laughs> they all suck.
0: Undisputed. Okay, my um, FTG goes to one Aaron Charles Rogers, who this week Ooh. was on Pat McAfee. And he was, uh, you know, talking about what it's like to watch football from the couch and said basically watching a whole Sunday in the red zone, which he likes, has convinced him that he's still got a lot left and he wants to play again. So, you know, he's kind of declared that he's not done yet, which is all fine. And going on McAfee is fine. But you know where he came to McAfee from? His house in Malibu. Oh, God. Okay. I said – i've seen the house he bought in new jersey 18 million dollars on this hilltop with clear-cut trees so you can see the manhattan skyline in the distance motherfucker you could be propping your uh, reconstructed achilles up on a cushy pillow at that house and still reporting to the facility for a couple hours a day with a chauffeur to show hey I'm not giving up on the season. Come on, guys. Moral support. Instead, he's like, I'm hurt. Fuck it. I'm off to California. Good luck, losers. (laughs) What a dick. I guess guess these gold necklaces from guys like Sauce Gardner only go so far in buying a new bromance. So guess what, Aaron Charles? Fuck you. you. And I know people are going to say, what do you want him to do? I told you exactly. I want him to be there for uh, more support. Yeah, well. Stay with the team. Like, give it a month. Give it a month so we can go, wow, Rodgers is still there trying to grind away. I think he knows how bad Zach Wilson really is. (laughs) He wants to stay as far away from that as possible. You don't
2: want to get any of that stench on
0: you. Yeah. All right, Jay. I'm going to start writing some plot lines for your TV show with you and Stern. I think we can make this happen.
2: I'm telling you, this is going to be a Showtime hit. All right. See you,
0: buddy. Bye-bye now.
1: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin-Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
0: Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no.